Beard Talk with Yvette is a raw, uncut, and unfiltered conversation about the minority male experience. Hosted by retired U.S. Marine Corps veteran-turned-CEO Tyran Cosby. Whether you are a rookie in the game of life, a seasoned vet from the School of Hard Knocks, or somewhere in between, sit back and listen, laugh, or learn as Tyran sounds off about hot topics, culture, and manhood. Here's Tyran. Hey, what's up, people? How y'all doing today? This is your boy Tyran again, and once again, we're here for another little episode of Beard Talk. What a veteran that is. And um, as you know, on this particular podcast, man, I do everything, kind of on the move and moving. So if you hear beep, uh, blinkers or horns and all of that, just know your boy on the move, and I talk as the things hit me, and I just give it to you straight and raw, honestly. But uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was, like, communication. Not just in your regular day life, but communication in relationships and why you have to do it. Why? Now, I will start off by saying myself, I've been married now for what now? We're going on 23 years that we've been married. Probably together about 24, 25, somewhere in that range. And for me, honestly, I would say this. Before I met my wife, I mean, Gabor was, you know, pretty much I was a single dude. Fresh out of high school, joined the Marine Corps. I was bumping around from state to state, country to country, and all of that. So I was truly enjoying myself. And it was like when I saw my wife, when I met her, I met her on a whim. Actually, one of my buddies, we actually met her. We was right there in North Carolina. And um, we were at A&T College. AT, what is it? A&T? Yeah, A&T or whatever. But anyway, we was up there for like the Biggie Smalls, Lost Boys, and a few other people concert that was doing a homecoming. And uh, so we rolled up there. We had a few days off and we were just kind of kicking it. On the way back to base, I wanted to stop by NC State because I knew a chick that stayed there, but I couldn't remember where she lived at. So one of my buddies, he had been rapping with chicks all day, all weekend, actually, and had been getting shot down, as we call it, rejected. You know, we call it getting shot down. Well, anyway, he was getting shot down. So we just so happened to be at NC State. I couldn't remember the chick room. We walked around. We was getting ready to leave. My buddy saw a particular chick, and he tried to, you know, spit his best game and got shot down. So that's when me jokingly, I was like, look, man, let me show you how it's done. Let me show you how the king does do it. And I happened to see, you know, nice little petite lady, very, very beautiful. And I told him, I said, watch me get her number. And I went over there, and we got to talking. And within, I'm going to say, the five to ten minutes range of our conversation, I was, like, instantly in my gut, I was like, I like this chick. Like, she is really nice because it's like she had me smiling. And if y'all know anything about most men, men, we're normally the comedic one. We're more more of the comedy person. Most of us. Now, please don't none of you sexes and women's rights start hitting me up. But it's just the way it is. We're the comedy ones. But at that particular time, old lady, she kind of had me smiling. Nah, yeah, yeah. Ladies, I'll tell you this. If you can get a man to smile and it's authentic, uh, being yourself and he can smile, he can laugh around you and have a good time. Hey, man, hey, you could be good potential as long as you don't fuck it up, talk yourself out of it. But anyway, fast forwarding, we got to talking and everything. Shit, went out a bunch of times and all of this, and we, we established a relationship. Fast forward, we got married. When we got married, well, my wife was in medical school in Tennessee, and then I was, in North, I was stationed in North Carolina. So that was about a 10-hour drive apart from each other. So a lot of our time was spent on the phone. And, you know, back then, this was like 90, 
95, we got together. 97, we got married. And uh, so we ain't had no cell phones. Brother was broke back then. I didn't even have a cordless phone, honestly. My my apartment that I had at the time came with like one of those phones in the wall with the rotary dial. It came with that. So most nights, man, so I did go, I think I went to like Walmart or something, bought like this big, long cart. So now I can kind of move around the kitchen and all of this kind of stuff and cook while I talk to her most days. But anyway, like we would communicate a lot on the phone. I mean, a lot because, again, we were 10 hours apart. Um, fast forward, life gets a little better. We start getting a little bit more money. Um, a few years in, we upgraded the cell phones. And again, my wife was probably, after she was done with medical school, she had to. So this is how crazy we were and how crazy in love we were. My wife went to medical school right there in Tennessee, Meharry Medical College, but she's from North Carolina. And I was stationed in Atlanta at the time as a Marine Corps recruiter. And we had our oldest son, Justin, who who was born November 97. So I think by now, yeah, this is like 99 and I'm out here as a recruiter, just me and him. You know, my wife was finishing up medical school. We didn't really, I moved down here to Atlanta thinking that I had a little bit of family here that could help me in case I had to work crazy hours. Well, that little bit of family wound up leaving, so I had no one here to help me take care of my son. It was just, ah, oh, man, it was a rough time. But either way, uh, me and my wife would always still communicate about the good and the bad. We always talk to each other every night. How was your day? What was good? What was bad? And we talk about that. And to this day now, fast forward 22, what, 22 years, we still do that. Throughout my career in the military, we were mostly apart. And as you know, man, most of y'all know, man, that puts a strain on a relationship because where most people get to come home, kiss their loved ones on the forehead, talk about their day and all of this. See, I couldn't do that. So a lot of my talks were through the phone. Uh, me and my wife's talks were through the phone and everything. So we just got used to that. We would have arguments still, even though we ain't seen each other, man, we would still have arguments and all of this kind of stuff, especially when it came to our kids, you know, especially when it came to Justin, because maybe he's in the background crying and I didn't get to him as quick as maybe she would. So now she's trying to tell me how to be a parent. And I, so, man, we would go through it. And back then I was real bullheaded. So even after we go through it, I may not even answer my damn phone until I'm not pissed off anymore. And some days that might be a day, might be two. You know what I'm saying? Like I was that bullheaded. But I had to learn then that that wasn't the way to do it. And especially, especially once we started getting older, my wife's biggest pet peeve was we don't go to bed mad because you don't know, you know what I'm saying, one, if you're even going to wake up, but you don't know what's going to happen that next day. So I, I'm saying all of this to say communication is very good because a lot of people look at me and my wife who's been together for 20 plus years and you know we still lovey-dovey and all of that yeah we want to punch each other in the face on the regular but that's shit that shit i got brothers and sisters that i want to chop in the throat so that's only natural to have some anger and stuff at times with each other i mean you're living with each other you see each other every day and all of that but either way we fast forward now and all of that communication that we did really helped because even when we used to get mad at each other like that was the thing we had to call and we had to talk like you know hey well i'm about to go to bed I just want to say, you know, hey, you're a dickhead and you were wrong about what you said earlier, but I just want you to know that I love you. And if that's what it was, that's just what the fuck it was. At least we communicated. It wasn't no, I ain't saying shit to her. Because at the end of the day, and this goes out to my fellas who may be listening or even the ladies who may be listening and you have an actual person that you are sincere about. 
I ain't talking about no ass and no booty call and all of that because at the end of the day, that's just what the fuck that is. And don't nobody care about that shit. But with a loved one, yeah, man, you got to swallow that pride sometime and reach out. Sometimes we go days, we go weeks, if not longer, going, you know what? I, shit, I ain't hitting them up till you hit me first. And when you're in an actual relationship or you're dealing with somebody that you really care about, I don't really think that's a recipe for success in that relationship because ego. I could talk to y'all all day about feelings, feelings, man, that shit feelings, boy, that has caused more problems than a little bit simply because of an ego or I ain't going to do this because I want this person to essentially reach out to me first. And if they don't reach out to me first, then hell with them. Man, that's just like the stupidest shit I've ever heard. That would be like me saying, well, you know what? I'm not going to give them their check. If they don't come to me and pick up their check, then I mean they don't want it and I'm going to spend it. That's, that's not the way that this works. So, I don't know. I think when you're having hard times, you have to communicate. And understand, communication ain't just for a relationship. That's for with everything. Everything. Because so many, so much shit can be hashed out by just talking. I guarantee you, anybody that's listening to this right now has at least one person right now that they're not talking to. Because it's like, well, you know what? Motherfucker ain't reached out to me. I ain't reaching out to him. At least one of us has that one person. So it's like, you know what? If you don't reach out to them to get the clarity, yeah, you may feel that they're wrong. You may feel that you are absolutely in the right. But, you know, sometimes it is cool to be the bigger person. Now, once you be the bigger person, reach out to them and try to rap with them, and they don't want to hear it, and now you can truly say, well, you know what? Fuck them. Hey, I did my part. Because I can say that anybody that I don't deal with now, I probably did try to reach out to them. I'm almost positive. If it's one that I didn't, maybe I got to slide through my phone and check, then I'll correct that. But for the most part, I reach out to them, whether it's through a text, whether it's through an email, whether it's through a phone call. I got to leave a voicemail, whatever. Say, bro, we need to rap and hash this out. Or we need to clear up some things or whatever. Now, for the most part, if I do that and never get nothing back, hey, man, you know what? Two tears in a bucket. Fuck it. I did my part. I did it. And I'm not going to keep kissing your ass like we sleep in the same bed every night. So I guess I'm saying with all that coming to the communication portion of everything, communication is very vital. Communication is good in everything from relationships to businesses to late bills, anything. <laughs> and if you don't believe me, try it. I would definitely tell you late. There's been times in my life that I was absolutely 100 percent going to be late on the bill. But instead of just not saying anything, I reached out to the company like, hey, you boy going through some things right now. I just want to know, can I push the payment from the 1st to the 15th? I understand that I'm going to be back. I'm going to be backed up and everything. But is there any way that I can push it back to the 15th and I can just pay as I get called up? A lot of businesses will tell you, uh, yes, we can do that, Mr. Cosby. We can't go past this particular date. Or they'll say, nope, we can't do it. We want our money up front. At least you communicate it. Because 90 out of 100 times that I've done it, I've got the answer that I was looking for. Sure. When do you think you can give us payment? Shit, baby, I don't want to lie to you, but hey, if I got to give you a date, let's let's shoot for the 13th. Today is the first. Let's shoot for the 13th. Okay, Mr. Cosby, we'll make note of the 13th. All right, well, cool. Takes a little bit of stress off your back. You know, hang the phone up like, yeah, bitch, that's what I thought. Cause you ain't getting that money anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's something crazy. But nevertheless, it's communication, man. It's communication. It's so much stuff that can be fixed with simple communication. So this was kind of my rant about about it. 
and how it's worked for me. Again, I'm 22 years in the game uh, with the same old lady, and I'll be the first to tell you I am not the easiest mofo to live with for 22 years. Now, I ain't even the easiest mofo to live with for a weekend. Hey, I'm sorry, folks. I am who I am. But if my old lady can stomach my ass for 22 plus years, there ain't no reason you can tell me if y'all communicate with your loved ones, y'all can't work out things. And I mean, shit, you name it, I put my old lady through it. I don't give a shit what you think you, you know, what you think you did or what you, you know, whatever. Just communicate, man. You would be amazed on the power of communication. So, again, that's just my little rant. Again, a lot of y'all know me. Uh, if you ever catch me, shit, you want to rap about it on side to side or talk about it or so, let's, let's do it. Because there's, there's nothing in my life that I'm ashamed of. Uh, anymore I'm, I'm not because most importantly i'm not ashamed of it because i don't really give a shit about nobody outside of my house your opinions suck they don't mean shit to me that would be like me coming to your house and saying hey i don't like those curtains you should change them you're gonna probably tell me to kiss your ass and that's how i feel about a lot of y'all in my life it's my life it's not yours maybe you don't like some of the things i've done maybe you don't like some of the things i'm doing hey i appreciate your knowledge let's communicate i take what you got now you can kiss my ass so either way that's just it but yeah just communicate y'all trust me trust me if it ain't nothing i ever told you that was right i'm telling you now communication is key either way this your boy ty i appreciate you giving a little listen to beard talk with a bit and uh i hope everything going good for y'all man uh if you ever get a chance check out lifebehindthebeard.com that's our website uh, we sell men and women products, a lot of grooming products, from body butters to beard oils to beard balm. You pretty much name it in that aspect. We either have it or we're trying to get it. And we just want to grow. We just want to have fun, honestly. So just give us a shout-out. Best stuff on the market, I guarantee. Y'all take care. To the end. Keep your head up. Keep your prayers up. Keep your bread up. One love. Don't forget to subscribe to the Beard Talk with a Vet podcast by Tyran Cosby so you won't miss an episode. And visit lifebehindthebeard.co for your natural grooming needs.